Well, Zach Davies actually pitched like a pitcher. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever it is you decide to make Big Sky Sports Talk a part of your day, my family and I greatly appreciate it. You found the only podcast in the world completely devoted to the coverage of the four major franchises of one major market. We cover Asian football, Asian basketball, and uh, USL Championship Soccer with the Phoenix Rising, WNBA with Phoenix Mercury, all available to you Tuesday. No, dang it, I did it again. Z- uh, Zach, you, you, you got me again. You you got me again. I, I messed it up. Ugh. And I'm keeping this take. Yes, I thought about redoing it. Monday through Friday. I didn't even finish. I didn't even finish the intro. I'm sorry, Zach Massey. I, I screwed up again. And you know what it was? It's exactly what I sent you. So I'm going to go ahead and make it official. Probably I should make it official now. Um, But I just haven't had uh, the time to really invest into the Phoenix Mercury and... um and the Phoenix Rising, so I'm I'm gonna cut that out. It, it's 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 I've been proven difficult for me enough to cover the four major franchises of one major market of Phoenix, Arizona, and doing it from um, Big Sky Country, Billings, Montana, Monday through Friday, um, along with ASU football, ASU basketball. Um, so I'm just gonna kind of leave it to, um, you know, Cardinals. Suns, Coyotes, Sun Devils, and and Diamondbacks. Um, if, if something catches my my eye about something, I, I might, but I think that's what I'm going to do. Um, one, uh, both, uh, both the Rising is okay. Mercury is actually terrible, but that's you know that has less to do with it than just the fact that um, I already have a hard time. Um, you know, covering the best of, to my ability, what I'm already covering. But you know, I I feel like I know those five the best, and I'm just gonna stick with that. Um, and if you ask me what I know the best, I'd probably say, um, if I ranked it, probably Cardinals, Cardinals and Suns probably probably tied. Um. Both are great at putting out uh, content. Um, and then I would say uh, Sun Devils, Diamondbacks, Coyotes <laughs> it, uh, in, in that order. Um, I think with the Sun Devils, I might just do... Um, uh, I, I might occasionally include everything uh, Sun Devils, but... As it pertains to the intro, I think I'm just going to talk about the, those five. And it's going to throw me off. It's going to throw me off in the, like it did uh, today. And so that that's going to start. That pretty much has already started, if you noticed. Um, if you've gone to ESPN and saw that there's been Rising and Mercury games um, and me not talk about them, well, then there, there's, your, there's your thing. So um, I feel like a dummy. Um, uh, saying it in my intro, but I just haven't been able to um, break the news. In fact, I'm going to, um, I mean, I don't mind still keeping them as favorites in um, my sports, but I am actually going to um, remove those as as favorites anyway. Mercury, remove favorite. Um, it's just... Like I said, it's so so difficult a lot of times just to um, cover all that. Um, so that's where we're going to going to do kind of going forward, um, starting with this Thursday edition of uh, Big Sky Sports Talk. Um, as far as me and it goes, and and just um, ho- hopefully had a good Wednesday, um, good day of. Uh, 
work yesterday for me. Um, and last night, this is, you know, the only thing I got to talk about. And it's not even something that happened in real life. I had this weird dream. And I, I haven't even told my sister yet. But, you know, she was she was mighty tired. Of, um, that's not her words. That's mine. She said she went to bed at like 7 o'clock or whatever. Um, and so, um, but anyway, I had a dream. Um, well, let me, and, and I'm not, um, I'm not, you know, doing a speech here. Um, but I don't, don't um, no, I, let me kind of give you some background information. So, um, my nephew Gage and niece um, Fallen go visit their dad every summer, and they're there um, from like um, late June or whatever uh, till August. It's, it's pretty much the whole summer. Um, and every time they go, um, they kind of come back a, a little bit different. Not not just taller or you know look older, you know the the classics, uh, but. Attitude wise, completely different, especially, especially Gage, uh, specifically. And knowing this, I, for whatever reason, had, you know, had, had a dream and he, you know, um, somehow I was there at his, his dad's house and, you know, get, you know, I was trying to have a conversation with, with Gage and he was, being unresponsive, very, very frustrating, and um, I, I, you know, I became frustrated with him, and um, I remember, you know, walking towards him to to get to something in the kitchen. I don't know what I was doing. It's like I lived there. I, I didn't live live there. I, I don't even know, you know, what in the world is going on. And so he would not move. So I just lightly pushed him out of the way like it was more of like a just kind of a, a nudge he flops like lebron and you know gashed his his i remember my dream he gashed his his back into like the um the lip of the oven you know how like the oven door you pull it down Basically, they handle the oven, and it's an old, I, for whatever reason, you know, in, at his dad's house, an old-style oven. So, you know, the metal is rather sharp, and it kind of cut him. Not really deep, but kind of scratched him and cut him. And he just freaks out, you know. And like I said, he flops like LeBron, and, and you know, like I, it's like, like I, you know, uh, trucked him into the wall um, like, like a... Um, you know, like the Coyotes would their their opponent, you know. But all I did is just kind of moved him with my arm. Like, I didn't shove him. Like, I put my hand against him and then, you know, pushed up against his body. You know, it's not, you know, with, with uh, the, the only force was, you know, intention was my arm against him already. It's not, you know, I, I, I can't explain it another way. And I'm doing it, you know, to you as if, you guys can see me, but there was, there was no force at all. And then, so because he was slightly injured, this caused an issue between uh, myself and Scott and Scott got in my face and, and whatever. And, and I, I'm like, dude, he flopped and he just slung himself into there. I didn't even really touch him and, you know, became this argumentative thing. And I, I said, all right, whatever, Gage, um, just wait until you get home. I will have nothing to do with you. Like, there was no reason for him to act like the way he was acting, to piss me off the way he pissed me off, um, and then then try to, you know, make an enemy between me and his dad, Scott. Like, there was, and, and, and it's like once you're on Scott's bad side, like, he, it's like he never forgives you or whatever, you know? Um, he, he's in this and now we can fast forward. So then I woke up, you know, so we can fast forward to, and if Scott, you hear this, I'm sorry, you know, that it is what it is. So, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't hate you or anything. Um, and I don't have any ill will towards my nephew. 
um I, you know it was just just a dream but but to in real life um he is so he being scott like so i don't want to say paranoid but tries to be so involved with who is in gage's life and either both his kids lives um that that it's absolutely ridiculous he cannot stand jeremy and they can't stand each other when i went with my sister to go get them uh over the christmas time um we went to go get them early he had you know he he made everybody swear up and down that it was just me and nicole that it wasn't anybody else you know he didn't want any other you know drama we weren't we weren't going to bring any drama anyway but like if it's going to be anybody that he didn't approve of then he was going to throw a fit and make make a big deal about it um and you know so um, I think I was kind of more frustrated that, that Gage turned, a, in my dream, a situation into something that it shouldn't have. And, and then now I'm, you know, on Scott's bad side, which I never really want to be. A, you know, I always kind of want to be that buffer between him, my sister, and anybody else, you know. Um, it's just better that way. So it was just, it was so weird. That's the only thing, you know, that, that really happened and that was uh that was last night um and uh so um or not last night it was the night before last I had this dream so um a Wednesday night's dream let's just say that um or Tuesday night um Tuesday night's dream I guess that would be it's hard to talk about um, a uh, a dream on on a podcast when it's still Wednesday for me in real time, but I'm talking to you like it's Thursday. So, um, and that's just how it goes, uh, and that will still trip me up from time to time. But nonetheless, you know, I had it, and it was that was that was very very frustrating. Um, and I don't even know what led me into even having that dream. Um, other than that, uh, things are going pretty good. Uh, did some ift, uh, ift, lift slash Uber, um, last night and, uh, made, made some, uh, okay money. So there's that. Um, don't have any, any, uh, um, you know, crazy stories or anything like that um as it pertains to to work or something that that uh, happened or something that I you know need to make mention that that bring your attention to um but as far as today uh, we got sound credits is going to be Bally Sports Arizona and the Arizona Coyotes YouTube page uh, discussing um you know who they uh drafted and then um from Dwayne Rankin's Twitter, um, we'll get to know um, uh, Tamani Kamara um, a little bit more. Um, they had media availability. It's not anything that the Suns put up, at least not yet. If they do, then maybe I'll I'll use that. You know, we'll hear some of the same stuff again. But um, I, you know, I wanted some Tamani Kamara. I knew that he had some media availability. Media get to know him. Uh, through through the fan or the fans get to know him through the media rather um, and so we'll have that that's again via Dwayne Rankin's Twitter um, so uh, that's that's everything I have sound credit wise we'll uh, jump into the Diamondbacks uh, game and uh, Zach um, Zach Davies actually had a, a good outing we'll, we'll get into all of that next on Big Sky Sports Talk So, full disclosure, because of who the Diamondbacks had on the mound uh, for last night's game, I was ready to absolutely rip Zach Davies, rip Mike Hazen, and question why is he here, and we can still do that, Um, but um, we won't be doing that 
for today because it wasn't because of Zach Davies that the Diamondbacks lost. Um, I know a couple times that I tweet uh, teased this, you might have thought, oh, Diamondbacks won. Great. No, they lost 3-2 to two to the uh, Rays. The uh, series, this three-game set, is officially tied up. But um, Zach Davies had himself a night, um, uh, the best of so far. Fortunately, um, he gets a no decision. But seven strong innings, only two hits, no earned runs, two walks, three strikeouts, and now has a 6.54 ERA. Castro pitched an inning, zeros across the board. All um, ground balls and pop-ups. Uh, 3.34 ERA, but unfortunately, Scott McGuff, that has been absolutely fantastic, gives up the game uh, the last inning. Um, gave up four hits. The three runs that Tampa Bay has all get credited to him. Um, struck out one. Uh, now has a 3.00 ERA. Uh, it was obviously much lower than that. Um, for the uh, um, Diamondbacks, kind of gets started off in the third. Um, and uh, with this uh, Cattell Marte single. 654. There's a base hit. One nothing Diamondbacks. As Thomas scores, and McCarthy races to third. Marte delivers his 44th run batted into the Diamondbacks with three consecutive two-out hits and grab the leader off Eflin and the Rays. So good stuff for Cattell Marte with a um, a, a, ba- a base hit, um, and it's one nothing. And so Marte singled, and uh, uh, Alec Thomas scores. And then in the fourth... Um, Carson Kelly singles and Christian Walker scores. It's two nothing. Um, and it stayed that way all the way to the ninth. And unfortunately, three runs given up uh, by Scott McGuff in the ninth. Um, a rally, a rally, a single to right, and uh, Diaz scored. It's one to two. And then, um, oh, and uh, Franco uh, makes it to second in that. And then, um. Low double to center. Uh, uh, Riley or Rayleigh uh, scored and uh, <coughs> excuse me, a little scratching my throat, making me cough. Um, and uh, uh, Franco or Franco, Franco or Franco, I'm not sure. Uh, scored as well, and that that would be it. Three to two uh, would be the the final um, for that three runs in that ninth. Absolutely brutal. Jake McCarthy um, one uh, for four. Um, Cattell Marte one for four, and and that RBI that you just heard. Corbin Carroll one for four. Christian Walker one for four, and a run scored. Um, Gurliel, one for four as the DH, uh, Rivera, 0 for four, uh, Carson Kelly, uh, one for three in the RBI, um, Nick Ahmed, one for three, um, Paven Smith as a, um, pinch hitter, 0 for one, and Alec Thomas, one for four, a run scored. Um, Diamondbacks had two runs on six hits, or no, excuse me, eight hits. Uh, Tampa Bay had three on six hits. Um, McGuff with the loss, and um, that's how it would go down. But um, Brandon Fott was uh, brought back up, and he will uh, go uh, to uh, go today. Um, this afternoon, in fact, um, against where, where it be, um, Tori actually made, uh, announced this, that it was going to be, uh, Brandon fought, but, uh, um, Yanni Chirianos, um, both, uh, guys are right-handed, uh, 
uh, pitchers. Uh, defense uh, was solid for the Diamondbacks, including um, this Nick Ahmed play, a classic slick Nick uh, um, defensive grab um, that that we all know and, and, and have come to love. Um, you know, he's a gold glover and sure flashed that gold glove right here during this play in the, um, looks like a, the top of the eighth. Swing a ground ball back toward the middle. Ahmed has got it, has to turn and throw and got him at first. What a play by oh. Nick. Oh my goodness. I didn't think there was any way they were going to get him. I mean, look where Nick starts from. He's not even in your picture. Oh, man, that is absolutely beautiful. This kind of looks like Bo Naylor throwing that guy out yeah. at second base, doing a reverse spin, a one-hopper over there to Christian Walker for the out. What a play. Great. What a play indeed. I mean, he just he grabs, spins, and throws all in one motion. Uh, just gets it over there to Christian Walker at first, uh, who um, scoops it out of the dirt and, you know, just just vintage um, play. Uh, another thing that uh, we can we can share that kind of funny happened, uh, this fan, um, rather unfortunate, he goes for a ball that's, uh, that's uh, hit uh, towards the pool. He falls in the pool, drops his beer, and um, he doesn't even come up with the ball all at once. Let's uh, take a listen. Oh. What? So Walker's 24th double of the season. That was, that was, it was rough. So, you know, it's hard to, you know, I'm letting it play again in my ears. But he falls in the pool, tries to compose himself as he's getting up in the pool because his hands are wet. Um, the his beer slips out of his hand. He doesn't like fall in where he goes under the water, uh, but he, he 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 it basically like slips in at like the shower shallow end where uh, the steps are, and he you know almost just a little bit above uh, waist deep. Um, so he doesn't get dunked. So the beer doesn't spill into the pool. It just when he gets up out of the pool, uh, he he dro uh, dro uh, the beer slick. Because of his hands are wet, and drops a um, drops his beer, and this lady uh, behind him actually ends up with the ball. As he's getting up out of the pool, he almost um, loses the balance and knocks her over. Um, and either way, like I said, doesn't get the ball, falls in the pool, drops his beer because it slips out of his hands. All in less than 10 seconds. Oh, sorry. I didn't even realize I was muted. I hope I wasn't during that whole thing with Zach Davies. No, I think I didn't. I, I muted on accident. Anyway, we're going to Zach Davies. As I said in earlier, he actually pitched today instead of just throwing a ball. Um, seven innings. Only two the two hits, two walks, and three strikeouts. Uh, let's uh, recap his his night that was last night. To finish. Yeah, no, he, he, you know, his last three starts, and we mentioned this, they were not good, but today he was absolutely outstanding. Very poised out there. Looks like he felt good. A lot of confidence uh, moving the ball in and out uh, of the uh, strike zone. Good change ups, good movement on the fastball. Uh, overall, fantastic start. You see there, 
two hits, zero one runs. This is a fantastic offense, too, uh, that he was going up against. Zach Davey held those guys at bay. Uh, excellent start. Much needed for him. Yeah, good stuff uh, for Zach Davies. Um, poor starts. Um, but he uh, he earns himself the win. Um, uh, had a, had a great great night. Um, but uh, anyway, hold on. Uh, I don't know why I'm distracted, but anyway, yeah, Zach Davies had had himself a great night. Um, and uh, you know, three th couple uh, other bad outings, but. Kind of turn it around. I still, you know, don't know why, you know, don't know why he's here. Um, sorry earlier that something's playing in my ears to try to figure out where it was coming from. Somehow I activated uh, something else on my computer and it was playing in my ears. That's why I said, hold on <laughs> um, and lost my train of thought all, all at once. But anyway, um, like I said, yeah, great stuff, but still kind of wondering myself, you know, why is... You know, Zach Davies here. Yes, he had a great outing uh, last night. but uh, And, yes, it makes it easier for uh, Brandon Fott. Um, worked on some things. And uh, Diamondbacks uh, somewhat out of necessity. And, and, and uh, I believe that, you know, they feel like he's uh, ready to go again. Uh, I think a combination of both those uh, would be good. But the fact that Zach Davies went seven strong innings, not not a lot of bullpen uh, use. So if if Brandon Fott falls on his face, uh, hopefully the bullpen could be solid enough to keep the Diamondbacks in it, and the offense can go in it and uh, get the split. Um, but uh, you know, we talked about Zach, uh, Zach Davies. We talked about Scott McGuff and how fantastic he's been with the exception of this ninth inning, and then this is where it fell apart. Here's Bally Sports with a little bit of a recap uh, for themselves. We uh, take a look to the other side of things. While Zach Davies came off the field and definitely did a solid forward, the D-backs, it fell apart a little bit in the ninth. Scott McGuff went out there on the bottom. He'd been solid all uh, up until this point, and... Dude, wheels kind of fell off. Yeah, it did. Scott McGuff coming in 22 and a third scoreless innings for him. Uh, not giving an earned run. It's uh, And it just kind of fell off. First first couple guys get a hit. This is, I think, the big one here. 0-2 hit uh, by Rayleigh. I, I know he wants to have that one back. That's going to score a run in the first run for the Tampa Bay Rays. Gets a nice strike out there. Rosarena gets a chase on a very nice split finger fastball. A line out which looked like it was going up the middle for sure. That's out number two. And then Lowe strikes one into the left center gap. And that's going to come around and score two more. That makes it three to two. And they're just trying to play catch up now uh, in the bottom of the ninth with uh, the backs. And they did not have They did not have it. Yeah, uh, without, uh, you know, one of those singles that, um, Brandon Webb was uh, talking about early, you know, a couple guys get on and, um, you know, the, the, the way he finished out with the exception of, well, uh, the, the double that scored the, uh, two guys that, uh, were on the base from earlier, uh, it was looking like he was going to get out of the jam. Um, and unfortunately, uh, did, did not. Um, but like I said, Brandon fought, uh, today. Um, and so we'll, we'll see how he does, uh, up next, we'll get into some coyotes, basically just kind of hearing from the two guys they, they, uh, they drafted. Um, I know nothing about them, but they know about them <laughs> and the media knows a little bit about them. So we're going to learn about them for a little bit, um, and get in, get into that. Uh, that'll be up next on big sky sports talk. The Coyotes had two picks in yesterday's first round of, uh, for the NHL draft for the uh, 2023. And uh, for their sixth pick, they uh, draft um, Dmitry Shimashev. Um, he is um, a uh, defensive man, defensive uh, 
man, defensive man, man, um, out of uh, Russia. Um, he's 18 years old. Um, and uh, um, recorded a with Russia recorded one goal and ten assists. He's uh, six point uh, six point four six foot four, hundred ninety eight pound. Um, and uh, that's uh, a little bit about uh, about him. Um, and then in the next pick. They would uh, go ahead and take um, uh, Daniil. I think it's I think it's Daniil D A N I I L Daniil uh, Butt Daniil Butt B U T um, uh, for the twelfth um, overall pick. Uh, and uh, he's a, a wing winger, uh, also from Russia. 15 goals and 11 assists um, for 26 points in the uh, in in 26 games. He's uh, six point uh, six point six foot five, 203 pound, um, and uh, both uh, Shimashev and uh, Butt were um, teammates there in Russia. Uh, so that's a little bit about them uh, that uh, I'm able to kind of read off to you. Both uh, guys uh, had uh, were made to media uh, availability and just kind of hear from them post uh, the draft. So uh, first with uh, Shimashev and then uh, next with, with uh, Butt. So just a couple minutes per guy, but uh, just kind of uh, getting to know them a little bit better. Congratulations. Just yeah. your immediate thoughts on I appreciate it. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I'm just shocked now. <laughs> uh, being in Chelsea is my dream. Yeah, that's it. Did you have any sense that this was coming with the Coyotes? Did you have conversations with them? Um, yeah, uh, but it will be a secret. <laughs> yeah. It remained a secret? Yeah. Okay. They kept a pretty good secret because nobody yeah. had a sense this was yeah. coming. Can you talk? Go ahead. Who are some of the guys that you're looking forward to eventually joining on the Coyotes? I'm Um, I know uh, one defenseman, Artem Duda, uh, yeah, he's older than me, um, but I think with Logan Cooley, why not? <laughs> Looking forward to learning from them? Yeah. Dimitri, congratulations. First off, I appreciate it. what do you know about Arizona? Have you ever been to Arizona? What do you know about Arizona? Uh, I know uh, there is a good steakhouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. What, what parts of your game do you think are your strengths? Skating. Skating, Skating defensive zone, yeah. And is there anything that you're continually working on? Uh, I think I need to improve my uh, shooting uh, and physical game. Can you just talk about emotionally, what you're feeling, how you're feeling? Were you incredibly surprised yeah, at your um, game? Being in shell is my dream and I'm shocked and big six, yeah. <laughs> Incredible. How did you feel about your second half backup? It felt like when you changed junior teams, you got a lot more offense on top of your defense. Um, well, uh, Lichel, yeah. His second half in Russia, I mean, when he switched junior teams, felt like he got a lot more offense. Um, yeah, uh, in KHL, more defensive uh, and physical game, game because uh, I'm young players. My uh, it was my first season in the KHL team. Uh, yeah, in MHL I'm more free, uh, more offensive uh, because uh, in MHL uh, guys older than me are free, uh, free years and that's it. And in KHL play, uh, big guys, <laughs> yeah. How are you feeling and uh, how do you feel about going so early in the first round? Oh, okay, I understand. <laughs> I, I can speak English a little. Uh, I'm so excited. Uh, I am very proud to be drafted by Arizona. Do you have any feeling that they might take you so early? Да, примерно представлял себе это. What's your reaction to being drafted by the same team that your teammate was drafted by? Это потрясающе. Два друга в одной команде задрафтованы. Это очень круто. 
you know him well then? I mean, I know you play together, but are, are you friends? Do you know him well? Yeah, we are friends. That's great. He was pretty excited when he got trapped. Yeah. What would you What would you say are the strengths in your game? What What, what do you excel at? Uh, uh, I, uh, I think uh, I can score goals. I can be in the right place in the right time and score. Yeah. And then what are the areas that you, you're working on to trying to improve? Uh, I think on skating, on balance, coordination, that's, that's most. How much do you know about Arizona? Have, have you ever been to Arizona? What do you know about Arizona? Uh, I watch highlights, NHL highlights. I know some players, uh, that's all. Are there any NHL players that uh, you grew up watching? Uh, I'm so excited how Pavel Datsuk played. Uh, and now uh, I like Tage Thompson. Big guy. Yeah, how are you? What are your goals for next season? Like, What do you want to accomplish? Uh, I have a two-year con contract with Lokomotiv. And do you hope to play like more KHL, like bigger KHL role next year? Does he want to play goals just like bigger role in the KHL for next season? What are his goals? Uh, I want to play full time in KHL next season, next two seasons. Which people were you talking to in the Coyotes organization? Are you excited to hopefully play with in the future on the Coyotes? I, I think Mitri <laughs> and uh, Logan Cooley, maybe. So you're excited? Yeah. How did your meetings go with Bill Armstrong and, and the scouting staff? How, would you, how did the meetings go? Does anything stick out? His meetings with Bill Armstrong and the scouting staff. Does anything stick out from those meetings? Uh, собрания были, но это просто просто собрание. Мы просто разговаривали, проводили время. Они узнавали обо мне новые вещи. In the meetings, they had they've been talking and they were finding out new things about each other through the time. So just a little bit. Um, uh, one one guy is a great skater and wants to uh, you know score more, and that's uh, uh, Shimashev. Um, and then, uh, but he uh, he he's you know feels like he wants to improve on his skating and skating speed and balance, um, but is a great scorer. Um, so, uh, both, uh, speak okay English it's somewhat easy to understand them. Obviously, you know, there's a language barrier that, you know, they'll need an interpreter, but I, you know, I, I, someone that, again, that doesn't know anything about them, uh, it, it sounds to me like the, uh, Coyotes, uh, scored two guys, but it's going to, you know, going to be, you know, two, three four years or so between two and four years before they're out on the ice more than likely. That's uh, just the way it goes in the NHL. Um, you know, last year they drafted uh, Josh Doan. Um, we might see him this upcoming year, but um, if we do, it's going to be maybe mid to late year, um, maybe uh, for Josh Doan. And, and more. Uh, I would assume unless they desperately need them, it's going to be next year. And then, um, you know, at least another, uh, uh, you know, like I said, two to four years before we see either of those two guys um, is my best guess. But I would be um, glad to, you know, recant on that and, and you know, see them earlier, which means they, they climbed the ranks and they've done everything they need to do to, um, hit the ice. Very good, great that they, you know, the Coyotes who drafted uh, two teammates. I think that's absolutely huge. Two guys that already know how to play with each other, and I, I think that 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 will pay dividends uh, later down the road. Um, well, we go from one draft 
Um, and uh, hearing about two guys, too, well, an- another one. And uh, we'll hear uh, from uh, Tamani Kamara uh, next with uh, um, the help of Dwayne Rankin's Twitter. That's next on Big Sky Sports Talk. On, uh, let's see, uh, Wednesday, um, no, Tuesday, I uh, had, uh, uh, you know, a little bit of a introductory press conference, uh, with, uh, Tamani Kamara, um, a media scrum as, as they call it, where, you know, they just kind of after a practice or whatnot, um, um, Kind of like uh, you, or what we've played before with maybe around you know CP3 or book after practice you still hear the balls going around. Uh, probably won't be quite like that with with him, but you know it's post a practice and or you know a, a gym session and and the media just kind of all huddles around you know said player and just ask questions. That's that's what they call media scrum here, and that's what's happened with the Kamara, um, and so. We'll just uh, uh, get to know the young man a little bit. You know, stayed in Brooklyn, obviously wanted to be a part of that, but when you heard the name, was it like, how did that feel walking down those steps to get to get the hat and everything? It felt like a dream. It felt like a dream, really. Um, it didn't feel real at the moment. Uh, just going down those steps, shaking his hands and everything, putting the hat on. Something I've been dreaming about since the age of seven, so being able to accomplish that, especially in front of my mom and my brother, um, I made a word to me, so yeah, it was it was a crazy moment, crazy moment. What's the role or roles do they feel like you can play? Like, have you talked with obviously Coach or, or James, and what things have they told you that your role would be? I think I'm really comfortable with it uh, because they really just asking me to be who I am, uh, which is play play hard, play with a, a lot of energy, um, defense, be a defensive guy, and rebound at a high level, and then make open shots offensively, and just stay true to my game and and try to expand on that throughout my career. But I think. That's, that's who they want me to be right now, just to myself. Jumani, I'm Kellen Olson with Arizona Sports. Nice to meet you. Welcome to the Valley. Um, you're coming to a team that has a lot of unknowns and most of the roster, and that gives you an opportunity. Are you looking forward to joining a team specifically like this where you could compete for a role right away in training camp? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, uh, that, that's what we're playing basketball for, is to, to get on the court. So being able to have that opportunity. And at the same time, I, I do whatever it takes for my team to win, uh, whatever my coach needs me to do. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a role player in the, in the end of the day, so I, I'm, I'm accepting that. And all. Yeah, just, just stay, like I said, stay true to myself and, and, and be a good teammate. A lot of the conversation. Um, from what I understand, you know, the leadership that he brings, I mean, he was, you know, voted unanimous, unanimously by his team. Um to to be their their captain their 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 leader um when he was there at at Dayton um and you can kind of hear you know the humble obviously you hear humbleness there but um the somewhat you know the um leadership already really uh at least to me I, I do um that he's I'm you know, I'm excited to, to contribute, and, and of course, you know, uh, the obvious answer. But hey, uh, we're here to, you know, get on the court, and that's what we're here to do. Um, but uh, you know, pretty well, well spoken, dude. Um, let's see, I, we got about three or four of these from, um, uh, from Dwayne Rankin. Uh, let's go ahead and. Go with this one. Be able to, to go through those moments together, I think, means a lot to both of us. And then now he has a lot of footprints that he can he can already follow because he's been through that process already. So it's gonna be good for him. Tomorrow, Luke Linden here with 12 Sports. Welcome to the Valley. I'm Thank curious, you. what's something that most people don't know about you? What do you like to do outside of basketball? You big video game guy? What's kind of what are some of your hobbies outside the sports so people can get to know you a little bit better? I'm a big puzzle guy. I like to do like actual jigsaw puzzles, like big pieces. I feel like it calms me down. And I just like just focusing on each piece and everything, just take my mind off of everything um, on the side. 
And uh, yeah, I feel like it's my type of meditation, my type of like just relaxing, being able to just calm down from from what real life got to offer. So yeah, it just. How many pieces do you do? Um, in the average, I do like a thousand pieces, but um, I like to do bigger, big ones, like big projects, like months, months projects, stuff like that. So. How what's the one you're? Yeah, what's the one you're proud of? Um, the one I'm proud of, the biggest one I've probably done is near the ten thousand, I think, but. I want to do some, some big projects. Be able to put it on in frames and be able to put it on my on my walls and stuff like that. So so we see what's next. So you taking up living room space with your? Uh... Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. yes, sir. It has to be only good pictures, though. It has to look good so I can put it on the wall. Right. Also, it's like mixing art into a bit. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I have a really artistic family. Uh, my mom draws a lot. Uh, my dad's a musician. And my brother's actually uh, working into trying to be a producer now. So I feel like. And I used to draw a lot also as a kid, and I would actually want to also get back into it. But um, I think my family is just really artistic. I think it's just a, in my genes, something I like to see. Outside of puzzles, what kind of art do you do? Um, I used to do a lot of music uh, when I was a kid. I feel like I just got good rhythm. I'm not trying to brag or anything. I just feel like <laughs> I got good rhythm. But um, yeah, and then um, I did also some dance classes. I danced a little bit. I used to do break dance and stuff like that. Um, and then, like I said, drawing. Drawing is probably the biggest thing. You're going to regret saying that with the rookie thing now? <laughs> no, no. They're no. going to make you dance and sing. No, I'm pretty, conf <laughs> I'm pretty confident. I'm not going to make a fool of myself, so I think I'll be okay. It's like pretty I like that. I kind of like what, you know what he likes to do in his downtime, especially the puzzle thing, because then I don't, I don't know about you guys, but what I immediately thought of is, especially since he likes the bigger, harder puzzles, um, you know, thousand pieces, you know, 10, 15,000 piece puzzles that take several days, um, and quite a bit of time to put together. I feel like that, that, that speaks of, um, so some of some of his IQ and his intellect, uh, maybe even uh, patience, willing to learn, willing to, uh, you know, I don't know. It just spoke a lot to me about about the 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 man that is Tamani Kamara. I mean, um, some people don't have the patience for all that, and some people, you know, uh, I, I think a lot of people in the world do like puzzles. Um, and do like putting stuff together and and seeing things, you know, come to completion. I I just I just feel like, you know, hearing that I kind of got excited for, you know, what he likes to do, as, you know, as a hobby, and relating it to to basketball. Um, and uh, I mean there there's a lot of pull pull out of that. Um, that's. That's really cool and re really, really unique. Um, let's see. We got a couple more. Um, as far as the draft and, you know, how it, how he feels and how he, how, how has it hit him? Side, Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, I'm sure all the players you've looked up to for a long time. What kind of runs through your mind knowing that that's your reality? Uh, I think it still doesn't hit me yet. Uh, I've never met those guys, so being able to, to play alongside them, great talents like that, I feel like it can help me just so much with my game and be able to compete against them every day. Uh, being able to be in the gym and be able to analyze those ga uh, those guys and be able to really like pick their games and everything. So yeah, it's just exciting. I think my, my game is, is about to flourish, just being able to be around those guys for sure. Hey, Gordon, uh, this kind of news. <clears throat> Running alongside those players, what's one thing you'd like to learn from them? Um, just all the little details that veterans know that, you know, guys like me coming into the league don't really know. Uh, I feel like I have a pretty good knowledge of the game of basketball, but there's, there's, already so, there's always so much that you can learn. And um, just watching film and be able to, to know exactly what to watch, so like scouting reports or like how to know, what to know about guys and stuff like that. I think small details, yeah. Just to confirm for me to mind, you do want to play in summer league, there's just formalities to get through first? Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got. Um, ba, ba, ba. I think that is about it. Um, from uh, Tamani Kamara. Um, so be excited to see him in in the summer league. Uh, 
a little bit later. Yeah, it's great. You know, I love how the NBA is. You know, they have finals and then boom, the draft and then like summer league, um, you know, for immediately after that and then, and then camp and then boom, it's back rolling again. Uh, just uh, really cool uh, how the schedule for the NBA goes. The only thing that drives well not the only thing that drives me nuts but one of the main things that drives me nuts about the nba is that the fact and this is why 